listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. In a recent episode, I was talking about dollar deals and I mentioned hashtag sales and I said, oh, I should do an episode on this. And so here I am doing an episode. It's kind of similar to the dollar deals episode, talking about the idea of discounting your resources on TPT for special occasions. But I have a bunch of things I really want to discuss with hashtag sales because it's, it's different to just like throwing a few dollar deals in your store. This is where you're participating with other sellers and there's just a lot to unpack here, especially around etiquette when it comes to like joining other people's hashtag sales and hosting them. And yeah, there's so much to talk about. So I'm going to answer a couple of those questions you probably have about hashtag sales if you've never been in one or you're new to them. And if you've kind of been on TPT a while, you probably know what a hashtag sale is, but you might still enjoy this episode because it might kind of motivate you to start your own hashtag sale or to participate in them or something. I don't know. Anyway, let's dive in. The first question is, what is a hashtag sale? So simply, it is a sale that is thrown on TPT, collaborated usually with other TPT sellers. You could be, it could be sellers within your niche. Maybe you're a middle school teacher and you collaborate with them. It could be any seller joins, like it's just for all sellers. Uh, so yeah, sellers are basically hosting it. I call it a hashtag sale because you are adding a hashtag into the title of your resource or into the description. It might be like the symbol hashtag hashtag January dollar deals or winter dollar deals or summer deals or I don't know, whatever. You can call it literally whatever you want, but you know, that's the kind of thing people do is they call it that kind of name and you put that in the title or description so that buyers can search on TPT for the hashtag, hashtag summer dollar deals. And then all those resources will come up because they have that hashtag in them SEO wise. And then obviously you are discounting these resources. So I mentioned it in the previous episode because I was talking about dollar deals. And yes, hashtag sales are usually essentially a dollar deal, a collaborative dollar deal. You'll have a resource that's normally $3 or $5 or whatever, and it's now $1. But hashtag sales don't always have to be a dollar. They can be things like $2, other set amounts of money, or 50% off. It could be like 50% off bundles or 50% off resources. There's lots of different options here, but mostly they end up being $1. So that's kind of what a hashtag sale is you know, picking resources and discounting them. And you can discount your resources individually. You don't have to throw a sale in your store. You can go into your product listing and scroll down to where the pricing part is of your listing. And there's an ability there to set like a discount price. That's what you can do. And you can just choose like a couple of resources and actually manually discount them to a dollar. And hashtag sales are usually anywhere from like one to three or five resources. Usually one or two is the pretty common one. So this is like a small amount of resources in your store. And it usually runs for a couple of days, a day or two. This is all varying depending on whoever's hosting. But yeah, like I'd say the most common hashtag sale will be for like two resources down to a dollar for two days or something like that. That's pretty common. So how do they work? I just kind of, I think I've already sort of covered that. But I guess I want to say that they are usually sort of put together through social media, I guess, like Facebook and Instagram, usually how people create them and organize them and you know, or maybe via email sometimes, but yeah, you kind of work with other people and you plan it out and you create graphics to advertise it. You might advertise the hashtag sale to your email list, your social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, TikTok. And you'd say, hey, everybody, 
we're having a hashtag sale. These are the dates. This is the price. This is what's happening. These are the type of resources I'm going to be discounting. And you can get buyers to look at your marketing and either buy the resources that you're talking about or search for the hashtag and just buy anything that's on sale kind of thing. And that's sort of basically kind of roughly how the work. I hope that's given you a little bit of an idea on what a hashtag sale is and sort of how it operates. Okay, so the next question is, how do you join a hashtag sale? This ties in really well with another point I want to talk about in this episode, which is the etiquette involved in hashtag sales and sale jumping and all those kind of things. But basically, you want to be doing this in an above board kind of way. Uh, there is kind of dodgy practice that comes with hashtag sales that I want to dive into. So the right thing to do would be to actually create one yourself, maybe on your own or the group of other people, like you design the hashtag sale and you plan it yourself and host it, which is obviously all very above board. You may also like reach out to people on Instagram, be like, hey, I'm, I noticed that you do this yearly hashtag sale, can I join? Maybe you're in a Facebook group, like there are these Facebook groups, like the TBD hashtag sales Facebook group. There's the boom hashtag sales, there's the TPT promotional hashtags, like there's three of them, I think. I'll try to put links to them in the show notes if I can. But you could join one of those groups. And once you're in the group, like it's the understanding is that you're allowed to join these sales. So that's another option. And of course, you know, you might see one that's happening, like hear about it kind of thing. And someone might actually invite you, like, you know, they could reach up to you and invite you. So like I said, you've got the Facebook option, you've got you could be invited, you could ask whether you can be invited, you can host it yourself. Uh, there's things like that. But basically what you don't want to be doing, this is the etiquette part, is you don't want to be a sale jumper. You don't want to be jumping in on somebody's sale without being invited. This is a very contentious thing in the TBT hashtag sale kind of space. And it's basically when people really kind of rudely join in on something they haven't been invited to join. It's very taboo. It's very like, it's not okay. You don't want to be doing it. You do not be upsetting people. And for those of you listening, thinking, well, like, what's the big deal? It's just like a hashtag in a, in a resource. Like, what does it matter? This is the reasons why. Obviously, one is you just don't want to be doing anything that is going to upset other sellers. Remember, this isn't, TPT is not that big a community. Like, sellers talk, they know each other. You don't want to be blacklisted from future events. You don't want to be like treated like the bad guy. <laughs> you don't want people to be like, you know, talking about you saying, hey, this person does really dodgy stuff. You don't want that bad reputation. So it's not wise. But mostly it's about being considerate to the work that someone else is putting in. And some really big sellers, you know, actually do, do these promotions with their email lists. They do like lead generation stuff. They might even do like, I don't know, put money into it somehow with a promotion or a gift card or a giveaway or something like that. And I don't know if people do ads or not, but, you know, they could be putting physical money into it in the way they plan it. And they put time and energy into it. They put effort into planning this event. And so they deserve to, you know, profit from it then you don't deserve to profit from it because you did not put that time and energy or money in. So, you know, you don't deserve to just come on in and make money off their work. That's like not okay. And I think the other thing to think about as well is that some people have a vision in mind of a hashtag sale. It's not about money or the effort they've put in, but they just want it to be for a specific niche or they want it to be something that they do with their TPT friends or people in their group. Maybe it's special to their course or their membership or a certain group of people and like that's their thing. You just can't like just push your way into someone else's thing. That's just not really appropriate. You know, finally, the other thing as well is that sometimes these sales can get really big and out of control. If you've got too many people joining, you get too many products in the sale, it becomes really saturated and it's harder for your resources to be seen. So they might want to keep it elite and small to just a handful of sellers. And they might not want hundreds of sellers participating because that kind of waters down the search. 
it means that their products won't, you know, sell or get seen and they're the ones that organized it. And like, that's fair enough. I completely understand that. Now, people get really angry about this and that's totally okay because, you know, they might be really annoyed that they've planned it and this has happened to them. So it's a, it's a hot topic. I personally don't feel super passionate about it. I've never really, like I've hosted hashtag sales and I've never really cared. Like to be frank, I just could not care less if people joined that weren't invited or whatever. <laughs> but that's mostly because I've not really put huge amounts of money or effort into it. And I just like, I just don't really get myself worked up about it. I just host them in my Facebook group and it's not super elite. And I, I don't really mind, honestly. But having said that, other people are putting in this effort and they feel passionate about it. Like, fair enough. I'm, I'm supportive of that. I'm not going to be a sale jumper or whatever just because I don't really mind doesn't mean that other people don't. You can't assume that everyone's going to be easygoing about it and justifiably so. They might be upset. That's okay. This actually segues well into when it comes to participating in these things, whether or not you're invited, obviously, hopefully you are, is you want to be doing things correctly. The other thing that really gets people upset in these situations is when people break the rules, I suppose, like do it wrong. You know, if you're only supposed to submit like two resources, if you're only supposed to discount to $1, you're only supposed to have your discount going for a certain amount of days or use a certain hashtag or in a certain location like you have to follow those rules because if you don't you know you're going to upset that person that's organized it because you are trying to like I don't know I'm trying to understand why people might get upset about this but I just think it's like it's unfair I suppose say the rule is that you are everyone's supposed to put two resources in and you put 20 resources in like you know that's unfair everyone's just doing the equal thing so they're equally seen and you're deciding to put half of your store in there like that's just a bit unfair like you're trying to get above everybody else and i don't know i just don't think it's the right thing to do i can sort of see why people get upset about that you know and if they're discounting from you know five dollars down to three dollars and you put all yours at one dollar you're like trying to get ahead of everybody else that's gonna upset people or if it's like for a set amount of time for two days and you decide to just leave the hashtag and the discount on for weeks afterwards like that really kind of ruins the specialness of like the event is like a special thing it kind of ruins that you know uniqueness of like it's only for a weekend and you've just like left the hashtag on there and left the dollar deal on there like that ruins it it's supposed to be the special thing so those are kind of the reasons why you don't want to be breaking the rules i think it's just really important to ask if you're not sure but make sure you know what the rules are and to follow them properly now speaking of them being special this you know kind of goes well with the next question how often should you host or participate in hashtag sales? And this is something that I feel like people are going to have very differing opinions about, but I honestly think everything in moderation, I don't think you should do something too often. You know, if you're in hashtag sales every month, like all the time, you're always doing them. I think that's like just too much. You know what I mean? Your buyers and audience are going to get sick of you always talking about hashtag sales. Like it's going to kind of, they're going to be kind of annoyed by it. It's not special anymore. I think it devalues your work. I think it kind of makes TPT a sort of, you know, bargain bin type place where everything's like a dollar and it kind of trains buyers. Well, I don't need to buy things full price from you because you always do dollar deals and I can just wait till it's a dollar. There's a lot of reasons there why you probably don't want to be doing them too often. I don't think it's good for the marketplace. I don't think it's good for your business in particular. And I don't think it's a good experience for buyers. So, you know, don't do it too often. You know, you want to participate in one a year, two a year, or three or four, maybe. I don't know, like one a quarter, maybe. There's no right answer to this. This is totally up to you. But I'm just sharing my opinion. And I think too much would probably just be all the time. You just want to go crazy with it. So, yeah, not too much, I think, is the right answer. The question is, 
you know, how do you host a hashtag sale? Maybe you don't want to be the person jumping on other people's or you've never been invited and you just don't seem to be able to kind of worm your way in. (laughs) You might want to do one yourself. That's totally okay. I think it would just be as simple as selecting a few other sellers that you're friendly with, or you could reach out like via Instagram or Facebook and say, hey, who wants to join? And like I mentioned earlier, I think it's good if you've got like a niche, if you're like secondary sellers and you do that, you're kind of working with the same audience and getting the right people in front of your hashtag. I think that's a good idea. I would be like picking some people to work with. And then you obviously need to sit down and make a couple of graphics. You need to decide on the dates, the deals, the hashtag, and talk about, you know, how you're going to market it and things like that. But it's really not anything too complicated. You just got to make a couple of decisions, basically. When am I going to host it? What's the deal? How many resources? What's the hashtag title going to be? And always double check this, by the way, because once I I picked a hashtag and it just didn't work out, I can't remember why. It was like, maybe the keyword in it brought up all these other resources and so it, like, it wasn't bringing up the hashtag deals. I don't know. You should be really mindful. Maybe like search for the hashtag that you've chosen on TPT first to check that it's okay. But you tend to do things that are like seasonal. So you might do some kind of winter deals, like, you know, to do with the season it's in or like July 4th or, you know, like holidays and things like that. If there's a, a special occasion, you can kind of mirror up. That's always a good thing. Or it might be to do with the type of resources, you know, that you're selling, boom cards, whatever. So, you know, design a hashtag that is relevant to the type of resources or to the holiday or the occasion don't make it too long don't make it like really really loads and loads of words and really long and not in like a complicated way or a weird spelling or something that's gonna be hard to remember like for example if you say hey guys to your audience i'm having a hashtag sale just search for the hashtag summer deals and see these great deals like that's easy to remember it's easy to spell it's like short and sweet But if you say, hey guys, I'm having a hashtag sale and the hashtag is summer is the best thing ever forever with the number four. Like people can get so confused. They're going to type that in wrong. It's actually really funny. I see it all the time during hashtag sales. When you go to the search bar on TBT, the hashtag, if it's being searched enough, it's really popular and trending. It will come up on the drop down menu and you can see like people spelling it wrong and stuff. So, you know, don't make it hard for your buyers. Like make it short, sweet, simple, easy to spell, easy to remember, that kind of thing. I think less is more when you're thinking about how many resources to put in. One dollar is usually a popular number to go with because, you know, buyers love a dollar deal more than they do a three dollar deal. Uh, That's something to think about. Yeah. And then just make sure you market it really thoroughly. You know, send emails out to your email list, note to followers, Instagram posts and stories like, you know, really put in the effort to market it if you want it to be successful. And you can talk about the resources you're including and just or just market it in general. But yeah, that's kind of pretty much how to actually host one. You want to do it in a really private way. You know, you could have like a group chat on Instagram where you plan it, or you could jump into a Facebook group and be hosting it there with lots of people invited and stuff. That's what I tend to do. So my Facebook group is called The Terrific Teacherpreneur. You're welcome to join because I do a yearly hashtag sale. I used to do them around December and I haven't done one in a while. So I'm going to do one for the back to school season this year in 2023. But yeah, if you're in a Facebook group, it's like you can just kind of join in and read the posts to learn about what the rules are and when it's happening and all that kind of stuff. If you haven't joined already, I'll put a link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group uh, so you can participate in this year's sale. Next question about hashtag sales. How do you make a hashtag sales successful? Now, if you're hosting and planning it and, you know, putting a lot of effort into the marketing side of things, you obviously just need to be really consistent and frequent with your marketing. You mentioned the hashtag sale once to audience. It's probably not going to go that well. You might want to talk about it in the week leading up to it, like quite a lot as it's happening send quite a few emails, do quite a few Instagram stories and Facebook posts and things. So like more is better because most people do not see your content. They like follow you on Instagram, but they don't see that post and then that's it. They don't know about it. 
so you might want to post more than once that kind of thing so i think do talk about it a fair amount if you want to market it and for it to do well obviously don't go crazy with it you don't want to send like 10 emails a day but you know talk about it a fair amount the biggest thing i think and this is a bit of a secret tip but i don't know if i should be sharing with you but it's it's you know hashtag sales if you're if you're marketing specific resources to your instagram following or whatever you can just be like hey i've got this resource it's going to be a dollar on tuesday like come check it out it's great but if you're not relying on that if you're relying on buyers just searching for the hashtag on tbt and seeing what comes up uh, you might have a different approach because a lot of buyers will just be like oh there's a dollar deal happening i don't know what i need or want i just want to like go through the hashtag results and see what kind of strikes me as interesting and i'll just grab it so you might want to rank and search with your chosen resources so don't choose your worst sellers i've done this before i've been tempted to think like oh i want a worst seller to kind of gain some traction and do well so like i'll make i'll make it participate in a hashtag sale then that worst seller because it's got no sales or reviews or a low conversion or whatever is on like page 20 and nobody's gonna find it so don't put your worst sellers in <laughs> yes that's a little pro tip for you I mean, in the previous episode where I was talking about dollar deals, I was—I think I might have said, and if I didn't, I'm going to say it now. You can do dollar deals on your worst sellers. If it's in, in your own store and you kind of want to get more eyes on it, that's a great strategy. But in a hashtag sale where you're trying to compete with a lot of other sellers, possibly really big successful sellers, you don't want to be on page 20. So, you know, put your best sellers in if you're willing to mark them down. And why I say that is because you might have a couple of products that sell for like 4 or $5 and they sell multiple times a day. And you don't really want to lose revenue by putting it down to a dollar because it sells on its own anyway. So it's selling for a dollar, you're just making less money. So maybe not your absolute like highest earning kind of products that you don't want to literally lose money. But if you've got something that is sort of in the middle, like it's it sells well, it is what you might consider a good seller or a better seller, not a worse seller, but maybe not literally your money-making resource. That's just my thoughts anyway. That's kind of what I would say. If you want to be successful with it, be mindful of what you choose to participate in terms of like what resource you pick. Next question is, it's not really a question, it's just like, you know, to help you decide on this. I've been talking all about what hashtag sales are, how they work, you know, how to participate. But you might be thinking, is this really for me? So the next question is, are they any good? Are they worth it? Like, should you do it? Should you join a hashtag sale or host one? Is it a good idea? Some people don't agree with them. They think, just like dollar deals in the previous episode, they might think it like undervalues our work. It like it's not good for the marketplace. People will buy at higher prices, so why would you want to lose money? Like that's a valid argument. If you feel that way, you don't have to participate. Like nobody's forcing you. And I I think that's totally valid. But like I mentioned in the dollar deals episode, like sometimes discounting things has so many benefits in terms of reaching buyers that are strapped for cash. Some buyers are bargain hunters and will only ever buy things that are cheap or on sale or a dollar. And it kind of gets eyes on resources, views, you know, you're going to increase your conversion, you're going to actually make a few sales, maybe get a few reviews on something. So it's kind of like giving traction to a resource. And it's just, it's doing a nice thing for your buyers and it's a little boost for you. I wouldn't say that hashtag sales are usually like crazy profitable because they usually, you know, resources are going down to a dollar. You've got to sell a lot of them to make money. But sometimes there's benefits that are in more in the long term than the short term. But it means if you sell a lot of something, then yeah, it could actually be profitable. So I think hashtag sales are pretty good. I just think the downside to them is doing them too often, you know, or jumping in and breaking the rules and doing dodgy stuff. Like there's a sort of dark side to it. But in general, I think they're pretty cool. I just, I don't go crazy participating in them very often at all. And it's just like, I'll see one advertised on Facebook and I'm just like, 
I don't jump in straight away. I kind of like to do the one that I host, but I don't jump in on all the ones I see on Facebook because I'm like, I don't want to devalue my work. I don't want to train my buyers to only, you know, only buy during hashtag sale. I don't want to annoy people by constantly marketing hashtag sales. You know, I, I don't love the idea of doing them too often. So I, I do it pretty minimally, but overall, I think they're a pretty cool thing and I don't think there's any issue there. So I guess I recommend it if you're interested and you've never done it before feel free to start or try to join a hashtag sale. Okay, well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. I'll put a link in the show notes. Be sure to join my Facebook group. I am hosting a hashtag sale for around the back to school season in August. I'm pretty sure. I haven't set the dates or anything yet, but like join the group because that's where all the updates will be. I really hope you have found this episode helpful and I hope you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.